Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue. Faces turn red. And rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who know that Delta 8 is not a flight number. Chris and the Riz. Hey, hi Lions fans. First place Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 496. The Detroit Lions domination continues. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast from the AstroTurf headquarters of the world, Reddit. And I am your dashing host, Chris. With me is my good friend and finally co-host, Jeff, the Riz Risden. How are you doing, brother? Chris, it is good to be back doing a live show with you. We had logistical just the last couple. I was ill one week. I'm better now. Thank you for thank you for care. It wasn't gout, but thank you for that. Uh, don't, don't care. We got, we got a first place. We got a first place football team to talk about. Legitimate we, first yep. place team running away and hiding with first place. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, I love it. We got a lot to talk about today. We're gonna do our warm ups, which you're gonna want to listen to. Especially, well, it doesn't matter if you're at the game or not in Tampa. We got some awesome coverage for you coming. You guys are gonna love this. Uh, we got uh, the Panthers game. We're gonna do a quick chant chant about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about the injury and death situation. We're gonna talk about who is the number one quarterback in the league. What does the future hold for the Lions? We're gonna look at that schedule. We're gonna take a look ahead and see what that means. We're gonna talk about the eminent and existing collapse of the NFC North and just have a little bit of. I'm thinking South Park. Uh, We'll just say white ink all over the the, the frame. <laughs> a very exciting, exciting moment uh, for Detroit Lions fans. So that'll be fun. We're going to look ahead to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. And we've got a whole lot more going on. FTP, we got a great show lined up. Riz, are you ready to go? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. So about that. Clear we, we were uh, discussing suicidal tendencies before we came out, so you might hear some uh, some Mike Muir references throughout the show. Those of you who know, you know. I've got about four hours of sleep going on, and I don't care. I don't even care. I've had a. It's been a long day, but oh my god, we got a lot of fun to talk about. This is a great, great week to have a Detroit Lions show, for the Detroit Lions podcast. But let's get into it. First things first. Um, thank you, very very much to our good friend dave the rave 3223 for your subscription appreciate that thank you for subscribing everyone that thank does you. that appreciates it also if you'd like the show we'd appreciate you to do that as well help folks enjoy it especially while you're sitting here enjoying the show just hit the little button doesn't take any time it doesn't hurt 
It helps us a whole, whole lot. Also, uh, post-game shows continue. We will do a post-game show this week at the Tampa game, even though I'll be at the Tampa game. We'll talk about that. Sandman will be the guy because he's going to be there at the Tampa game with me. Got a lot of good stuff there. We'll do a post-game show. It'll be a little bit shorter. We won't take calls, but you'll see something like you've never seen before. So definitely check that out. And also, don't forget about we are focusing this season, the Detroit Lions season for St. Jude. Please go to stjude.org slash dlp and donate a couple uh, a couple of ducats for us it's uh helping great cause helping families and with and kids with cancer and their families they never ever pay a dime when they take when they uh leverage that that service and it's all because and through the donations of the folks that uh, like you who do that and help us do this every year thank you for everyone who does that st jude org slash dlp all right let's get right into this a uh, lot to talk about it's a great day to be a Lions fan. It's so great to be a Lions fan. It's so great to be a Detroit Lions fan. All right. First thing, wow. Can't hide it, brother. It's a good day. I can't help it. I can't. First place, baby. Un- <laughs> undisputed, unquestioned, unchallenged. Two and a half game effective lead after five weeks. Yeah. That's. Uh, that's impressive. And it really is. And the collapse. I mean, the wins we've had were convincing and important. The collapse. Yes. And again, we'll talk about that in the show, but it's all come together. <laughs> all right. First things first, we want to talk about how we've got, we've got Tampa covered. Uh, your Tampa coverage, your Tampa game coverage. Um, I can tell first for the folks that are going, find lot four. I'm hoping to have a easy up. It happens to be brown. In honor of Risen's hometown, uh, it's 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 a it's a brown easy up. We'll be there in lot four, getting together, hanging out. A couple of folks talk about bringing beers. Someone's talking about maybe bringing some pizzas. Bring your food, bring your booze, hang out. Love to see people before the game. But I do have to let you know, we have to leave a little bit early. <clears throat> this is why we haven't been saying a whole lot about putting on a full blown blowout. We will be covering the pregame from the field at Ray J stadium. There's some nice things about living close to the, to the opponent's team. Uh, you get some stuff going on. We will be on field with coverage pregame. Check that out for the folks that aren't here and aren't taking advantage and hanging out with us for the, 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 the little t- pregame tailgate. Um, we'll have all kinds of shorts. We'll probably go live. Uh, we'll, we, we've got some players talking about what we're going to do uh, and maybe stop by and say, Hey, really quick. Enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great, great game. Last time in Tampa, we had people yelling and howling, uh, let's go Lions, that the first time that we could hear that chant on TV that I can recall in my life, I'd like this time. I remember that. For folks to li- who are listening, I would really, really like this game. So players, you need, we need your help to get to a point where we're not even thinking about Tampa anymore and we're chanting FTP. <laughs> In Tampa Stadium, because really, what could be more insulting <laughs> than champing your uh, your visiting team FT another play another team? So, love to see some of that going on. A lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. They, they might join in on that, so that's not a terrible. They don't. They're not big Packers fans on there either. That's true. You would know that you live there. Yeah, 
Um, great place to come for a game. If you're still on the fence and you can swing it head on down, it's, it's a fantastic place. It's, you're not getting batteries thrown at you. Like in, in Philly, you're not going to get shot. Like in Dallas, you can come in, you can have a good time. And the, 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 the local fans are great. Just don't be a jerk, right? Enjoy your team, cheer your team. Let's go lines, all that stuff, but don't be an obnoxious person to others. And you will find it the most welcoming place. It's a great place to see a game. Had a lot of fun here last time. I was surprised and how how great uh, Ray J was for folks. Just in general, support your own team. Don't be disrespectful to the other team. Yeah. And you'll be fine in most places. Can't speak for Philly. Can't speak for Miami. But other than that, you're going to be, and and certainly not in the the black hole in Las Vegas. But Mm. if you you don't know that going in, you probably shouldn't be going there to begin with. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Most fans, and, and I've experienced this going around in both college and pros, as long as you're supporting your team and not like ripping on their team, they're going to be pretty good. You might not want to go into the restroom alone, especially if you're wearing a jersey, but other than that, you should be good. And Tampa, I think I think you think you're in a pretty safe environment there. Great. I think they Thanks. get it. And I, and I also think that they're a team that doesn't mind having a team like the Lions come up and you know be the team that is, you know, um, first of all, I think it's going to be a good game. So I think that's going to, you know, release some of the tension. But I also think that it's just they're tired of Green Bay. They're tired of Minnesota. I think the fans there are ready to for like, yeah, okay, all right. You know what? We might lose this game, but, dang, that's a good Detroit team. Like, I, I, I think that's going to be the reaction. I think you saw a little of that reaction from Carolina fans last week. They're like, all right, we're going to get our butts kicked. But, you know, hey, Detroit's at least good now. but. Let's let's see what we can do. We've got a year to really play this. Uh, you know what? The underdog. We feel good about them. Team. Let them. Let them. Let, at least if it isn't us, it's great that it's them. Kind of a spirit. The one thing right, with Tampa, right. they've lived it. Right. <laughs> they they've lived it. They as, know as, that. As a, as they know that movie. So yep yep. So they'll they'll be they'll be fine with it. It'll be fun. Uh, Sam man, I see that I'm going to have to bring the handcuffs. And then also I'm going to have to keep you under control at the, uh, at the game. <laughs> uh, he's like, what? I was going to be an ass at all game. What a bummer. No, we're going to have a good time. Sam, man, you know that. Um, <laughs> Sam may be an ass at that's, yeah. uh, well, that's against character, buddy. If you remember I'll, I'll for you there, I, I just, just in the plans here, Sam, man, if you remember when we were at wet willies, I picked up a bunch of wet willies drink mix. I've got call a cab. <laughs> and, oh, and no. got, it's, it's uh toxic oh, no. or what is it oh shock shock treatment i got those waiting for us bottle ever clear some other stuff so uh strap on an extra liver buddy we're going <laughs> somewhere mac robinson falls off a bar stool <laughs> oh, good times good times all right so tampa george foster salutes us all <laughs> Tampa coverage will be a fire. So you watch uh, on on YouTube if you can't make it. Join us if you can and join in the fun. It's a great place. Great place to see a game. The other warm up I want to get. <laughs> um, yes. Also, we'll do a fireside chat. Sandman and I were talking about that. He's going to have a, a fire t- fireside snooze maybe, but it'll be okay, buddy. I got you. Um we got some other stuff going on too. We'll, we'll keep you guys covered. Just watch the YouTube. If you haven't subscribed yet or turned on notifications, this is a great weekend to have those on. Um, players are in town. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. So we, we will have you covered. Stay tuned. Keep your eyes open on the Detroit Lions podcast uh, uh, channel, network, whatever, station, whatever. All right. Next one I want to cover, cover in the, in the warm-ups, Riz. And I know you're on and you're in. 
and you're deep on this too. We talked about this just briefly beforehand. Two guys that have been undersold or shat upon early in the season that I've seen people writing apology letters in, in Reddit and that kind of thing. Um, I'd like to see some apologies in the chat as well for some folks as well. We've seen, you know, <laughs> um, Josh Reynolds, who has been fire the last couple weeks. Uh, for those that don't know, Josh Reynolds has a PFF score of 83 as a wide receiver, and he's been absolute clutch. He had one drop, and then he just lit the place up this this last week. Um, the one drop, of course, hurt. And, and, and as Lions fans, you're automatically going, <gasps> but don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. So uh, he's been he's been great. And I des- he deserves some flowers for the season he's had so far. He's Everyone was dogging him. In the preseason, especially, I remember that. And they do, right? In the preseason and in camp. Oh, has he lost it? But when it comes, when the lights go on, so does he. He just turns it on. You know, it was one of those things where people are like, we got to go get a better receiver than Josh Reynolds. Like, we, we got to do better than that. And so far, he's been pretty darn good. I, th- I think Kayleaf has also been pretty good. Um, yes. A little more understated. But Josh Reynolds... He lit up Carolina. He's been he's been rock solid lately, and he and Goff have that connection. Where if Goff's in trouble on a play, and that doesn't happen often, but when he's really like, I gotta go to this guy, and and I'm on bra for I'm on I'm on I'm on St. Brown. Amon Ra is not available for whatever reason. Um, then then he's looking to Josh Reynolds as his primary target, and. Guess what? It works. The guy's the guy's playing great football. Yeah. Great football right now. And he's another guy. We we talked to him last time about, or actually I did it in my mailbag about uh Jared Goff extension. Josh Rhodes is a free agent at the end of this season as well. We're probably yeah. gonna have to probably gonna have to talk about uh maybe do we want to pay him? Can we afford to let him go? Those those type of things. Those those are conversations we're gonna have to have at some point. Yeah. Uh, right now. He's an integral part of this football team and a, and a big reason, not the only reason, certainly not the most important reason, but a big reason why this team is playing very well. And that's deserves recognition. And I'm yeah. glad that I'm glad that you're bringing that up. And I hope that more people around who wanted X amount of numbers of players, you know, to come in and like, yeah, I, th- I think we're good there. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a theme that we're going to talk about on another segment tonight too. But I think the lions are pretty good with what they got. And I think they know it. They've done pretty good with what they've got. And they haven't, yeah. even, they haven't even shown the full Monty here. So a lot, we'll talk about that. Um, but Ooh. we'll talk about something else associated with Josh Reynolds. Some of the balls that have been delivered to him have been so point perfect. It's incredible yes. what we're seeing. This is that touchdown pass that he caught that throw had a, a, a passing catchability window of maybe what a meter, a square meter. Yeah. Less than that. Feathered in there perfectly. As I, as I tweeted out, feathered in as nice as Heather Locklear's hair. It was, it was gorgeous. Oh God. And my girl, this is so we, when we used to, I knew you'd be a Heather Locklear person. Oh God. Yeah. She lived right near us. Like we see her at Trader Joe's when we were shopping when I lived in California. And the, the later years have been tough. I feel terrible for her. I feel terrible. She's she's such a great, like, America's girl kind of a thing. And she's had some tough years. So wishing her the very best because she is a very, 
very, a very nice looking lady or was, uh, <laughs> she's, I'm sure there's a lot, there's a lot of beauty still there. Just got to get past the, the stuff she's going through. Um, also I want to just talk about Jerry, Jerry Jacobs, the, sh- the outright crap that people shat upon Jerry in DMS. And here's a guy, he doesn't close his DMS. He leaves them open, right? He interacts with everybody. He's a great, great cat. And, uh, he's a guy ups and downs in his life. He's always comes back, had a tough, tough week against an amazing wide receiver that many a cornerback have had a tough week against. And I I really disappointed in the fans and so-called fans that treated him the way they did such that he walked away from socials for a week. Now we have a team that has eight, seven interceptions. I forget seven or eight interceptions as a team. Three of those belong to Jerry Jacobs. And one of them belongs to Hutchinson, who's on sport, who's on uh, on track now for three point two interceptions this season. Just so you know, he's had another <laughs> three interceptions this season on hand. Um, but Jerry's been leading the way, and those have been game changers, game sealers, game changers along the way. Give Jerry his flowers, folks. He had a bad game, and and you people, not all of you, but you know who you are when I say you people just turned on him and that's just too bad that you're you're that's, pretty terrible folks. yeah that's, that's something people. that needs to stop with detroit you know that happened with craig reynolds when he got cut um his a family member of his shared me shared with me a dm that he got that how's it feel to be the blank of a unemployed effing loser somebody sent that to him right after craig got cut mm-hmm. stop doing that crap man <laughs> that if you, you you cannot like a player, you cannot like a Lions player. It's, there's still one that says you can't. No, maybe don't be that guy, please. please. What's up, Micro Mike? Love to have you in the chat, brother. He's here every week. Got to say hi. Got to got to got to love him. Uh, who's going to cover Mike Evans? I think it'll be Cam, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, so just just so. wanted to get to the warm ups. Wanted to remind folks that Josh and Jerry took a bunch of crap that they didn't deserve and. We'll talk again about this later. People judge way too quickly on these players and your body of work is not one game and it's not two games. It's so often it's a some players, long yeah. season. People are already giving Jameer crap. It's a long season, folks. It's yep. f- we're five games in. Yep. There's 17 regular season and we're going to have a couple of post seasons potentially. Probably that's. Maybe let that play out a little bit. Man, for, let let things go a little bit. Jamo's got players. two yards so far. Maybe maybe don't write him completely off already. Maybe let him play a little bit of football. Yep, all we're asking. Yep, yep, yep. That's the uh, that's that's the thing. And a lot of these players, not all of them, but a lot of them, it's more than one season. So just let your folks people let your folks go. The Hutch, the Bustons, and people. I mean, I hope they get they punch themselves in the nuts every that morning. That died quickly. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. that died quick. Yeah, I should go back to the old <laughs> chats and find those people and just just social media them to death. But I'm not that kind of person. So whatever. Okay, Josh, Jerry, yeah. give them some love. They deserve it. Um, got some good times. Tampa, Detroit Lion. Thank you, sir. I will be there Sunday. Chris, which lot will you be at again, brother? Lot four. Lot four will be there. And uh, you and I, we got a great, great airfare for this game. <laughs> uh, thank you for the super chat, Tampa Bay Lion. All right, well, let's get right into That's it. Great. Let's get on to the disassembly of the Carolina Panthers. <sighs> we had the full set of tools here today 
and, and, and we didn't even use them. I, I got to even let me just that was wrong. That was absolutely wrong. What I just said. We didn't have the full complement of our tools. We were we short some significant players and got shorter very early in that game and still managed to drop a 40 bomb on these Panthers. This was the vengeance that Michael Gray talked about. This was the revenge that we've all wanted since last year's Carolina game. This was a disassembly of that team, that players, their psyche, and everything that they believe they're going to bring to the NFL. I loved it. (laughs) It was stress-free watching from very early on. I, so we've talked about this before. One of, one of the things that I have to do in covering the game, we have to write a post-game story. Normally, with, especially with the Lions lately, you kind of had to wait until late on because you didn't know which way the game was going to go. Started writing this post-game story in the middle of the second quarter, and I didn't have to erase a damn thing. <laughs> it was that convincing of a victory that early on, like it was obvious that that we were the better team um, on in all phases of the game, and that Bryce Young didn't stand a chance against us, yeah. and never will. That was uh, that was it was fun in a way. So uh, I just came from a a high school volleyball match. Um, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this this week. My my schedule is wacky, but it worked out great tonight, and. Ours, my my daughter's high school won the conference, shared the conference title already, and they're playing the conference tournament now, and they're playing the worst, the second worst team. They're really, really bad. And you almost feel bad for them going, like, we actually applauded them when they had a nice play tonight. Like, damn, that was nice. All right. You know, good job, girl. Um, while we're winning, you know, 25 to 6. It almost felt to that level. Like, oh, they completed a pass. Cool. Good for you. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. That's great. Wow. Welcome to the NFL. It really felt like that. And it's so refreshing to be on the other freaking side of that. Instead of having to, instead of, you know, like, oh, wow, the Lions, they they just got three first downs in a row, Chris. Like, unprecedented. Like, we're we're the other team now. That's so weird. It, 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 there's so many things that are it's happening weird, right now man. that haven't had happened since like 1930 for this team. And it's, it's fantastic. This is the first Sunday lions game in as long as I can remember where I sat down, I, I, I was at the edge of my seat for the first eight minutes. And then I just kind of settled in and I had one of the most enjoyable Sunday watch sessions of the Detroit lions that I've had in a very long time. It was fantastic to watch as a fan it was it was needed and and one of the to to go back to the panthers and the angle about the revenge game i don't think that the the lions viewed it that way i think they did a pretty good job of compartmentalizing what last year was but also remembering that hey we were favored to win there last year on christmas eve and it didn't happen and i think that they applied that lesson very well without it like being something that got it didn't get them uppity. You know what I mean? They were yep. like, they were prepared. They didn't make it like this overwhelming, you know, revenge tour mission. They didn't print out t-shirts for their revenge tour or anything. They just went and handled business and very professional workmanlike. And that, Chris, we talk about this a lot. 
That's what Baltimore does. That's what Seattle does. Yeah. When New England was rolling, and they're really not rolling now, but when they were rolling, that's what they did. Like a good teams take care of their business workmanlike like that. They don't they don't get that, you know, oh I gotta I gotta be I gotta find some artificial means to fire myself up for this game. They go out, they know they're good, they assert their dominance, and they move on to the next week. And that's I think that's that's what the Detroit Lions did this past week. And that's, again, that's not something that we're used to as Lions fans. And yeah. that's great. Yeah. I love it. More. I want more. Much, much more. And it's, I, we'll talk about it, but the season is lining up that that could very well happen. Shout out again, Jared Goff broke that interception streak. He knew he would. He had a good, that was a good one. Um, some beautiful throws, some, t- some tight window throws. The thing about Jared that I'm starting to see is he's starting to be to really put some zip on the ball. And I mean, he always was able, he had a good strong arm, but he, that Stafford zip that there's a different kind of ball that comes out of Stafford's arm. Right. And, and of course yeah. it's the combination because it's the last quarterback we had and Stafford was very good. And he had some very, some magical skills, but what golf has that Stafford never could touch is that is that touch. The ability to drop that ball in the basket, the, the 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 ability to really just put it on the hands, it's it's something to see. This Jared Goff kid, there might be something to him, but he delivered this week. the The receivers, for the most part, caught great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, he really did. The defense. So they, he, Ali he, McNeil. He, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Just one thing with Goff, he was twenty for twenty eight. Four of the passes were dropped. Uh, and actually, if you're looking for a a you know a little a little rain must fall into every life, the Lions do actually have the worst drop percentage in the league. So Jared Goff would be even that much better if we caught all the balls that he threw. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, that's and and by the way, their their drop rate is I think six point five percent. That's not terrible. That's not Eric Ebron was right around the fourteen mark. Um, Calvin Johnson, by the way, um, finished over twelve. So they're half of what Calvin Johnson. They're doing fine. It's it's a minor issue. They're going to work on it, but uh, golf was even better than the stats would indicate. Is is the point there? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, Micro Mike. Time to extend golf. We got Jeff Hoffman. Will the Lions sign him to extension by the end of the week <laughs> or the end of the bye week? I, I don't know about that. Let's see. Yeah, let's we'll we'll talk about that when we get to our our golf segment, right? And uh, and this is a great one from Michelle. Absolutely, Stafford never had the supporting cast like golf does now. Mm, 2011, 2014 were pretty good teams. And Calvin Johnson was had, one of them. You know what I mean? It's like. Uh. The, the, year the, the, the year that Brandon Pettigrew caught 90 passes and they had a, a sump of a run game. Um, and it was more of a run game that they didn't lean on because their coach didn't want to rather than. In a, that was a good team. The year with Marvin and Golden. Um, I think Calvin's last year. I think he would, no, Marvin wasn't there for that. But the year that they had, did have, they did have Golden Tate and and Calvin Johnson one year. And there's their other guy wasn't bad either. That's slipping my name. Who it was? I mean, they had Nate Burleson for a little bit. Like, yep. They didn't they have this kind of an O line. They didn't have this kind of an O line. No, that's absolutely no, they true, didn't. Right. But let's no, face it. No, they did not. We're a top three O line in the league, especially when we're healthy. Not many teams do have this guy of an O line to work behind, and a lot of teams have won the Super Bowl with a much worse O line over the years. So, there we go. 
So, you gotta, you got to be able to, to functionally apply the offensive line investment. I think Detroit is doing a very good job at that. You look down in Dallas, they have a really good offensive line. They really do. I'm not sure that they use it all that effectively, and I think there's a difference there. Philadelphia, yeah. they use their line very effectively. It's a great line. Uh, they're, they're certainly right there in the conversation with Detroit is amongst the best. I, I, I watched the Cleveland team that had the, the best offensive line I've ever seen win three games. Yeah. So you've, you've got to have the talent around it. Um, it's a great foundation, but you've got to have the, the, the – what I like is that, that I think it enables Ben Johnson to be the mad scientist that he is as an offensive coordinator, and it keeps Jared Goff comfortable, and that's very important. We've seen what happens when Jared Goff gets pressure, um, and, and specifically – when he gets pressure in his face from the right side, and that's why Panay Sewell, going back, to, we're, we're skipping all over the place here. So I'm sorry, I'm scattered shot. <laughs> no, we're just covering, when he was at the, the game. We, we, when he was at left tackle, there was a problem on the right side, and it clearly impacted Jared Goff is a guy who doesn't like seeing the pressure come at him. That's his right side. He needs his good tackle on the right side. Having Sewell there pitching a shutout four times in five games while well, it all three times he's been at right tackle. Yep, that's what they need um, because he he trusts that he trusts in the backside or that the Taylor Decker is going to get the job done. And by the way, Taylor Decker playing at about eighty percent, still playing very well. Not perfect, not not clean slate, but doing pretty darn well. But having having Panay take care of the the things that affect golf, and this goes back to his days at Cal. Their, their game plan against Jared Goff, rush his face so he'll see you. He will worry about you. That's what you do. That's one of the reasons why the Lions wanted Panay Sewell at right tackle and yep. want him at right tackle. Yep. Yep. Can't stress that enough to people. People that are thinking that Panay's moving to left, it, it could happen. It could. Yep. Won't, won't say that it won't. But then you're going to have to get a kick-ass right tackle to replace him because that's very important to Jared Goff specifically. Yep. Um, so with that, this is, I'll, I'll just go right to the key point. They're, they're not perfect combinations. Don H. Thank you, sir. For the $50 for St. Jude. Thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. Uh, St. Jude.org slash DLP. You too can help us raise some money for these kids and their families. Uh, Don H. Thank you. You've been awesome in that. Um, the fun thing about talking about sports is that it's never exactly equal. And so the idea of making the golf and the Stafford yeah. comparison, some people are like, well, Stafford's gone. I don't care. It's still fun. It's still fun to talk about I, what I, ifs. I, I, good I, I'm, in, the, I'm in the camp. You know I, mean? I don't care. I just want to win. I, I don't really it. care. Oh, uh, yeah, but we're going to win. Like this is a, we're already winning. We're four and one. We're at the top of the, we're two and a half yeah. games up in the, in, in the division. There's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. And this, this to me is one of those. It's not, it's not a hill to die on. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call anybody a, a dope for that. It's a very, but, very, very different situations. It's very difficult to compare that. That's across. right. Space but doing time. it is fun. Uh, hey, found Sandman's burner account. Uh, Steve Shattuck rolls in with Sandman's slow lights being fire. Absolutely. Check out Sandman 7773. That is the YouTube channel. Every win, he has those slow lights up. And it's some of the best looks at Detroit Lions, at line play, uh, at, at what makes a play. Watching work, J-Mo block in slow motion was gorgeous. Yep, it's it's fantastic stuff. Check out Sandman Slow Lights and give him a sub. He is definitely worth it. Also, all the dudes are here today. We got Mike or Mike. We got everything. Can 
Kang, what's up, Kang? Um, give those guys a follow too. They they create a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of fun. A lot there's of fun there's stuff. a lot of really good stuff out there. We got some people that enjoy, that's great, man. Gang, thank you for here. joining us. All right, so there you go. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. Let's talk about defense. I, can, can I just give my lettuce-eating friend, Aleem McME- McNeil, just a little bit of love for destroying the middle of the line? <laughs> my guy, throw him a cabbage, and he's going to go murder someone. Jeff Hoffman, thank you for your 20. <laughs> your 20 cabbage, I mean, I might murder you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst years of my life was when my family farm grew cabbage. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> cabbage at me, and I might hurt you too. <laughs> Sorry, that was good, Riz. That was really fucking good. Um, yes, yes. You put a cabbage in front of any member of my immediate family, <laughs> and they're gonna throw it right back at you hard. <laughs> my dad, my dad might actually kill you if you throw a cabbage at him. <laughs> Colin, what's up, brother? We'll see you. <laughs> At dinner and at the uh, at the at the tailgate and stuff, uh, yeah. But my guys, guys, just eating vegetables and murdering people. I, you know, I thought I thought vegetarians. He, I he thought looks they were fantastic. <laughs> Again, this is another guy. Didn't have a very good week one or two, and mm-hmm. people were already like, "Why? Why you? Why, why were you hyping this guy? He sucks. Get him out of here. We got. We could have had Jalen Carter. We could have had whoever. We need all these people. Let him play. Let it play out a little bit." And, and, and everyone, Please. it's just like Jerry and it's just like Josh. They were dogging. Feed the man a steak. Who the hell thinks of losing weight in the interior is any good? Oh, my God. A vegetarian is no good. Here's my guy. Here's my guy. Just a wrecking ball through there. Get him some broccoli. Get him a cabbage. Get him an angry cabbage, an angry risen cabbage. And uh, get this boy rolling. <laughs> because McNeil's out there and pumpkins. he is balling. It's pumpkin season. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Are you wearing your Uggs with a little latte, a pumpkin spice latte in your hand? I am not. I tried a pumpkin spice beer. I and I don't want to. I don't want to speak badly of it, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normally, it's a brewery that I uh, appreciate a lot coming out of Grand Haven, Michigan, but uh, this one missed. Missed swing and uh, miss. Uh, who else? We talked about Jerry. Can I talk about somebody else who's gotten not a lot of talk at all? Cam Sutton, which is. It's it's great when you're not talking about your cornerbacks, right? But I mean, yes. he's, not, he's not pulling the picks, but he's looked really good out there. He is he is very quietly having a good season and 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 smoking some some of the good players out there. He's got a 65 and a half PFF ranking, um, just so solid as a cornerback, and and probably not getting the props he deserves because we're seeing so much of the other fun stuff happening out on the field. And he's, and we've talked about this before. He's not the flashy guy. He's a guy that's, you're going to notice him because he's always in position. He might give up a completion or two. He's right there to tackle it right away. You never see him get burned. You never see him get lost in a transition. Again, this this is a guy, he was a high school class valedictorian. It shows when you talk to him off the field, it shows on the field. Smart. Football dudes. That's yeah. what this team's all about. Yeah, he's he's so steady and like and, and that's quiet and quiet. You, you, you rode the yeah, you rode the roller coaster with Jeff Okuda. Like there were there were there were drives where he looked like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's what I saw at the number three. Like, I get it. And then there were drives like, dude, where the hell are you? Um Amanio Rewarie, who incidentally, by the way, got released from the practice squad today um and is available. I don't think we want him back. Uh, 
but was a guy when it would make the great play, but also gave up so many great plays. And Cam Sutton's like the polar opposite of that. He's like, okay, you want to run an eight yard out on third and 10? I got you. You're getting eight. You're not getting 11. Right. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a, such a huge asset when you know that you can do that, especially when the other team is in third and eight because they can't run the damn ball in first down at all. Lions number one run defense on first and 10 has yeah. been that way almost the entire season has, and they actually gave up a little bit more. Um, it, it rose up. It's, it's still under three, but it, it, that that's with the technicality that you take quarterback runs out of it. Mm-hmm. Handing off the ball on first downs, opposing teams are averaging 2.78 yards per carry. Last year, wow. 4.9. That's if you want you want to know where the defensive improvement in a nutshell comes from, that right there is a great starting point. Great starting point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rolling through right now. Somebody just popped up. Where was it? Sorry, I gotta get this in there. Uh, Steve Shattuck popped up. Bok choy, <laughs> and I'm not now. I'm starting to think of what's a good vegetable name <laughs> for McNeil. Not Bok choy McNeil, but I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Just like <laughs> there's all kinds cake. of fiddleheads, know. ramps, dulse, hickama, hickama McNeil, hickama McNeil. That's kind of fun. All right, kohlrabi. Ooh, I, I like hickama. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's surprisingly good in fajitas. Tomatillo McNeil. Oh, I like tomatillo. That's a fun one. I, I like that too. Who tiger nut? I'm hungry. Tiger nut McNeil. Now you might be allergic, but so I don't that. know the tiger nut. I'm unfamiliar with that. <laughs> uh, oh, there's one called. There's, right. there's something called yard long. Yard long McNeil. <laughs> oh, dragon carrot. This is fun stuff. I will refrain from comment there. Um. Okay, I'm almost done. How about how about the the hot potato? Since we're talking about vegetables, the hot potato flea flicker touchdown, where the oh. ball was. Woo, woo, woo. Was, we could we beautiful. could just call him risen cabbage O'Neill. <laughs> um, just That's so you not. know, the cabbage causes gout. Um, we got eggplant O'Neill rolling up in here. That That's would be why one. I hate it too. There's more reason to hate that loathsome vegetable. Oh man, eggplant! The thing about Cam Sutton that I wanted to hit to hit, get on though, um, he does it differently than CJGG. I talked about it in the uh, post game show. Yeah, I was kind of out on the attitude that came with CJGG. I loved what his play. I loved him as a player. The attitude that, like, even the ski mask thing. I was like, ah, God. I mean, it's it's fun, but we haven't done it yet. It feels early and like prop comedy. Anytime yeah. there's it's, it's okay. like, eh. I was like, man, just like, and, and I loved the swag and I, lo- I wanted the swag, but I was like, are we too early? Right. And I'm, it, it sucks. I, I, I want him. I was wrong about it. He was right. They, they, they have the ability and should carry the swag and need that attitude. But Cam Sutton is the other end of that equation. A guy that is classy, quiet, and just freaking produces and and you just need all kinds you know what i mean and you need um, that yin and yang that's yeah. the, the balance and here's here's the fun part or the this the, the funny part i don't know if there's i'm just this is a uh correlation not causation but when cj gj was there and there was a lot of that swag kind of push jerry wasn't jerry he and he was loving it but you could see he yes. was not it wasn't necessarily the kind of on-field player he was Right. And I think his head was thinking a little more about that 
maybe than it was the game or it was distracting him a little bit as things have gotten kind of quieter on the field, if you will, he's gotten into his kind of seatbelt gang lockdown mode, seatbeltgang.com, uh, and, and kind of done his thing. I don't know. Like I said, correlation, not necessarily causation, probably not, but it's an interesting thing to look at and see. Um, Love, love seeing what he's doing. Um, we can talk about Barnes. We're probably one of the most improved players on the defense this year. Uh, Derek Barnes, sure. Purdue product, loving it. Ancelone, got to give, you know, thoughts, prayers, hopes, karma, There's whatever another you give. Guy. Anything yes. you want, anything that you have in your little space of how you look at the world and whatever else beyond that, uh, send those good things towards the Ancelone family for whatever reason, you know, travel and whatever else the the family was in Israel and are still, I believe trapped there, unable to depart. And uh, for the whole situation over there is a disaster. Don't have a side, don't have a dog in the fight except human beings. And I think I, I, I know I wish human beings just treated each other better and it's terrible what's going on over there. So hopefully they get out. Just, safe just imagine that you're on a vacation that you've looked forward to for so long. And all of a sudden a war erupts while you're there. Uh, that's oh, man. And, and, and uh, Chris, you and I both, both are fortunate enough to still have our parents with us. Imagine if that's your parents there. Yeah. Uh, and you're, you know, Alex is always what? 29, 30, 28, 29 years old. Like his parents probably in their fifties, sixties, like, that's stressful as hell, man. Like I, I, I get it. Uh, he actually, um, I had an associate of mine that had a private interview scheduled with Alex Anzalone. He respectfully bowed out. He's like, Hey man, this is going on. And we're like, yeah, we'll reschedule for you. So yeah. um, definitely thoughts and, and prayers to, to Anzalone and hopefully that everything gets resolved. Well, uh, the last I heard his parents were um, trapped, um, like not like, like prisoners, but like, they're stuck in their up. hotel in Tel Aviv. Yeah. And they're, they're waiting for a way to get out there. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like they're in danger from what I've heard, but still, man, if you're, you know, again, just put yourself in those shoes. If you're Alex Anzalone and it puts the context of how awesome he played Sunday. Yep. He was everywhere. He was a catalyst in that game on defense. Um, the fact that his head might've been somewhere else like that's, that tells you how that tells you the character of Alex Anzalone and the football character. And, and the it, it's, it's really great that he was able to do that because that that's a very difficult situation that he's been put in off the yeah. field. I just, I was talking to a guy at work uh, today who's in Ireland. And, and if you don't know, Israel is a big tourist destination throughout Europe. Um, his, his friend is trapped. He's his and his credit cards maxed because he's trapped there and can't get out. All the airlines have yeah. shut down service. Alal is the only one that's trying to get them out of um, Ben Gurion. Gregorian, I forget the name. The airport in Tel Aviv. Ben Gurion. Yeah, yeah Ben Gurion. Yeah. Uh, so there, there, there. He's fighting. He hopefully was getting a, a a plane out today, but it's just a disaster for everybody. So just hopefully it, it calms down and we get that back together. Probably additional suckage for uh, Anceloni because his parents are down in Naples and they would probably would have probably been been a little bit of a see him. Kind of yeah, yeah, he's a Florida weekend. guy. That's yeah. right. He's yep. a Gator. He's that's right. That stinks. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even thought of that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's he, he's a very proud Gator. Yes, uh, he he's he's good, good. He's good people. He really is. Yep. So yep. Um, it was great that he turned into good performance, and I would kind of expect that again against Tampa Bay. And the way not to jump ahead to the matchup, he's kind of important for this game because what he does is. Pretty important for stopping what Tampa Bay likes to do. Yep. 
shout out to Kirby Joseph. I want to also shout out to somebody else who people were saying, ah, trade him $11 million. Oh my God. Tracy Walker, Tracy Walker on the defense. Loving the fact that look, I hate the Tracy Walker's depth because he's really good and I like him a lot, but I love the fact that he's depth because the step down wasn't that gigantic and he's been playing very, very well out there. So good love to Tracy Walker. And I want a little bit of a shout out to, to Will Harris. A bunch of I was people just going to say that. Will Harris deserves some flowers. <laughs> yes, yes. He yes. played well. He he came up with that fumble recovery. Uh, he was not. What do we hate about Will Harris when he plays? And I'm speaking through myself as one of the cheerleaders against Will Harris. He gets out of position too often. I finished the game review today. I think he was out of position twice on defense, and neither time was Bryce Young in a position to exploit it. Like, he played pretty darn well. Again, Will Harris is a guy that's great if he's your fourth cornerback, fourth safety, which is kind of where he's at. You yeah. fill in where, where needed, and he buys you a week or two. He did that very well against Carolina. He deserves credit for that. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely is and has. All right, so there we go. That's just a quick review of the game. Probably and, and gonna have players. to, probably gonna have to hope for another one. Not to jump ahead again, but probably gonna have to see Will Harris again this week because it doesn't look good for Brian Branch. I know it's it's Tuesday. They didn't practice today. Everything coming out of Allen Park is that he's not gonna play this week. They're gonna try to get him ready and see what he can do, but not looking good. That's right. That is correct. All right, so. Let's move on uh, very quick to the next piece. We want to talk about the injury and the depth situation. Um, first, I mean, man, you saw it in the players' faces when it happened. Emmanuel Mosley, uh, back after an ACL, signed a one-year contract, um, came back to play two plays in this Two season. plays. Two tears, plays. Tears the other. ACL just yeah. you, you like I said you could see how how, how it was for the players on the field when it happened you could you could see, see it, it on Will Harris's face because yep. Will Harris took his helmet off and you're like oh no yep yep it's awful yeah yeah Damn, man. I hate that oh man I hate. there is nothing worse than injuries um and and I've, I've said it before the longer that I do this the more that I really get affected and moved when a player loses the dream like that. Um, And and this guy, he had worked so hard to get back and he had a setback and he powered through the setback and came back and to last two plays. That's, that's awful, man. I, I, I I can't even imagine the the mental anguish that's going on in Emmanuel Mosley right now. Um, Thoughts and prayers up to you, my friend. That's, uh, that's, that's tough. Um, What it, takes and, to come back and, from that oh, god and, and now twice. yeah and now look now he's a free agent again yep. I don't think that the lions are going to have a lot of interest in bringing him back uh he made six million dollars this year he's not going to get anywhere close he's going to get he's going to get a one-year minimum vet okay if you're healthy enough to compete in camp we'll give you a shot but we're going to not plan on you being on the team that's that's the type of future that he's got and he's what, 27, 28 years old. Um, that's that's a tough way to go, man. That's, yeah. That sucks for him. It sucks so bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's see. Um, 
Tricky Nikki just subbed. Thanks for the content, guys. Thank you for subscribing. Appreciate you. Uh, folks out there, we usually ask once a show. Might do it too this time just because we got Tricky Nikki putting it in there. But hit the sub button. Hit the subscribe. Hit the hit the notification. We're going to have sideline reporting pregame for the Tampa Bay Bucks. We're going to have some reporting from a tailgate. We're going to have a pay- post-game show from the parking lot in Tampa. Uh, we've got a lot of coverage for you this, this weekend uh, on the game live and all that going on. So give a sub, give a check, and uh, give a like. Let folks know about it. We appreciate you for doing that. It helps us out a lot. All right. Um, let's talk about another returning player. Um, a young man named Amon Ra St. Brown, Amon Bra St. Brown, also known as first down St. Brown, (laughs) Amon Bra first down St. Brown. I don't know how many more words we can fit in there, but I think we can. He will be back. It looks like all's good. According to Dan today, he's, 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 uh, probable was the word that he used. And uh, um, more, more, more probable than questionable, I think, or some, some iteration of that. I don't know. I he'll be he'll play he'll play. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna play. The word was that he probably could have played not a lot, but he could have played Sunday if they really needed him. They made a business decision that we can win this game without him, and they were right. And that's pretty dang cool. <laughs> Same by the way was true with Vitai. Vitai <laughs> could have started at right guard, but they're like, you know what? Graham's got this when when Jonah went down late in the game. They, they, they Big V, you stay. I think he played. He only played on special teams. Actually, I have the. I have it right here. The uh, step count. Vitai played. Where's he at? Uh, excuse me. Six plays on special teams. That's all he did. They brought in uh, Coyote, Coyote, Coyote Alsica. There you go. Um, at left guard to finish out the game. And by the way, Coyote got some love from Dan Campbell talking about how good he's been playing in practice. I have also heard that from a couple of players that go up against him that they this guy can play. Remember we had that we had that about James Houston last year. Now I'm not saying that Coyote Hosika is going to have the sort of breakout performance late in the year that that James Houston has. But last year Taylor Decker kept bugging the coach was like, get this guy in the lineup because he's kicking my ass in practices. They're getting a little of that about Awosika a little bit, especially in the run game. And he is working in where you might see him. They don't really need it right now because Daryl Daniels is doing a pretty good job as the blocking tight end. But if they need somebody to fill that role, you might see uh, 74 slide in there as a very, very big tight end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's not a small human being. Whatsoever. <laughs> um, big, big Wes, giving in. If Tampa Bay's hunting us, we'll be outside of their boat waiting. Buddy, we're going to be on the gangway kicking the door in. <laughs> we're hunting them. We are the hunters. Uh, this It's it's great. Uh, Yode is um, is an internal um, nickname for Coyote. It's just, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got here? A lot of stuff going on in the chat. Um Yes, are we going to have our mythical O line starting same time this weekend? Maybe not this weekend, but very, very soon for sure. That feels that feels really juicy. Yeah, they, good. Uh, really, this juicy. weekend is is going to be dicey. But again, that's where it's nice to have a guy like Graham Glasgow who can come in and capably buy you a week or two or four if you need it, and he's doing just that right now. Yes, yes, yes. All right, there we go. Um, 
Let's see what else we got here. Uh, so Amon Ra looks like he's coming back. Misses some games usually, but um, it's okay. He has missed time in the past too, and yep, he's come back. So what I was proud of, and to to put another bow on the Carolina game this summer, and Chris, you were there for a couple of these when he was not in the lineup in training camp, specifically in the joint practices. Our offense was dog shit. It was horrendous it did not work and that that did concern me a little bit about this game talked about josh reynolds earlier we talked about we haven't talked about sam laporta being the greatest rookie tight end through five games ever (laughs) he's been phenomenal yeah they just moved on and they found different ways to attack without using amon ross particular set of skills to me that's that says that ben johnson knows what he's doing that says that they have enough talent around that other guys can step up and handle the load for a week or two. And that's Christmas. That's the sign of that's sign of a good football team. We got a good football team in Detroit. Dang right. We Again, I'm not going to get tired of saying that because no. we haven't been able to say it very often. I'm not going to get tired of saying that. Yeah. yeah we got a good football team. And all those places that we were worried about defensive line, defensive interior line, offensive line backups, um, just yep. concerned about what, what we had at the beginning of the season and yes, next man up is is the most cliche thing in the NFL, but we have a team that has depth. And it reminds me, I, I always think back um to the the why oh, am I forgetting his name? He's at Washington now. GM Martin Mayhew. Um mm-hmm. Martin Mayhew. Big swings and misses. We would have a bu- a couple of stars. We would we would load and hit the dudes. Factor we had the dudes, but we never had depth, and we were pretty plain across the board. We've got all kinds of depth now. We have dudes. We're like we're like we've got dudes. I could use another dude or two on the roster, and 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 then I would be like, we could stomp San Fran. You know what I mean? We're a dude or two out from being stoppable on uh, at the very 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 top, on undisputed at the top of the NFC. But with the depth and the players we have, you start to look at, you know, you get to week 17. What's the depth of Philadelphia? What's the depth Mm -hmm. of San Francisco? What are we looking at from these teams that are now pretty relevant in the lives of Detroit Lions fans? What are they going to carry out at the end of the season? We're seeing some early tests of our team. We didn't have JMO. What's JMO going to bring? How's that change things up? How does that add, you know, blow the top off the offense? You think Sam Laporte is looking good now? Open up the middle of the field for my guy, right? <laughs> you think Montgomery's good? Oh, my God. Take another player out of the box. Take another player deep out of the play. I mean, you think, you know, you want to see Gibbs open up? Watch the middle of the field or the short game, the short pass open up for him, right? As you take JMO taking the top off. It adds a whole nother dimension to this offense that we didn't have. And Khalif has, was done, has done a great job. He hasn't really been a big target. He's had a couple targets. He's looked great when he has. I wish they had targeted him more, but it's things have worked. So I'm not going to get too, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to pick apart Ben Johnson. He gets paid a lot more, knows a lot more about the game than I do. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. But um, I, I just look at this and I think, holy cow, we've, we have got the depth that we haven't. Like I said, another dude or two would be great but we've got a pretty damn good detroit lions football team like we haven't had in a long long time i like that we're not overly dependent on one player 
And to, to skip into the, the divisional part here, Minnesota is going to be without Justin Jefferson for a while. They're freaking out. And they probably should because he's, he's arguably the best wide receiver in the league right now. They're like, our, our season's over. Like, we don't have any way that we can adapt to that. I'm certainly not with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback and yeah. no run game to speak of. We just weathered a game without our best wide receiver. We weathered the first four games without a first-round pick from a year ago who's got integral skills to what we want to do offensively. And we're doing fine. I don't think that's going to happen for Minnesota. Sorry, Vikings. I just don't. Yeah. Cincinnati, take Jamar Chase out of that. Hell, they they played without T. Higgins. Look at Joe Burrow was the lowest. He was worse than Bryce Young in terms of average air yards per attempt. And we just watched Bryce Young set football back to seventh grade because that's the size that he plays at. Like, we don't have that one critical piece other than the quarterback. Jared Goff, controlling all, master puppets, pulling strings, baby. Don't make me start singing Metallica because <laughs> I will scare you all. We'll talk about this a little bit more, but Brandon brings up a great point. There's some really important games coming up where you have the Cowboys and Eagles, the Eagles and 49ers, mm-hmm. the 49ers and, C- yeah. and Seahawks and uh, Rams again. Um we don't have that competition in our division. This is one of the things I think Lions fans. Oh, God, no, we don't. <laughs> here's, here's something that people just think about it. Not, not predicting the future here, but just think about it. Because we don't, as good as those teams are, we could still have the best or second best uh, record in the NFC because we're not playing them. Holy, they have to. This weekend's very important for that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Got to win this one. If you want to be that team, you got to win this one. Yep. Tampa's three and one. They're coming off a bye. They're at home. They're better than you think they are. They're better than I thought they were. They're better than Chris thought they would be. They're not a bad football team at all. They also have some impetus to keep winning because, oh, by the way, the Atlanta Falcons happen to be three and two. Guess what? We already beat them. Beat them pretty. Yes. Yep. So just I'm look, you got a lot of football to play. There's a lot of season ahead. But if you think yep. about the competition those other teams have to play, just recognize we could wind up as one and don't be fooled at the end of the season. Don't be fooled because we if we have the best or the second best record, right? Ah, we're a better team than all of them. No, they play some really, really difficult teams. And I think a lot of it in the end of the season is going to come down to Injury. I think that's really what it's going to come down to at the end of the season. Who stays healthy and who can weather the injuries that hit the teams when it comes down to where it really, really matters. But, oh, my gosh, what a crazy set. I remember for years, the, the, the Lions kind of thing was, oh, the whole the whole division's melting down. The Lions could, could really do it. This is it. And then they couldn't. Right. They could just never. They always would melt down one step worse than everybody. Else. They could just never pull it together when everybody else is having this is that dream finally coming true right now for lions fans where like i've heard i just want to beat a good i want to beat aaron Rodgers. i want to beat him at their best i don't give a fuck who we beat i just want to beat them and i don't care how hurt they are i want to beat them and i want to win i don't care if i play the 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 minnesota midget team for the super bowl if we're there and we win we still got the damn trophy i don't care 
we're getting we're getting it it's working out finally in our favor like in in 2023 everything's coming up lions everything's coming up lions and let's hope it stays that way all right Tampa off the bye. Baker hot and cold. Baker has time to cool down. We'll talk about that. Okay. We got from through the injury piece. Let's get to the next one. Please donate to our good friends at St. Jude. St. Jude.org. Help us help people that need it the very, very most when they need it the most. Uh, St. Jude.org slash DLP. You can donate and that money all goes directly to St. Jude, to those families, to those kids. They don't pay a dime for what when they stay there for their treatment. There's tons of great research that goes on there to help get rid of the big casino. Last week, that's why we didn't have a show. Uh, I, I was in, in, in Michigan. My mom had has cancer. She got her procedure. Things looking good. Everything's we'll get through that. It'll be good. Thank but, God to hear that. Thank you for the update, Chris. Yep, we appreciate yep, for sure. that. We all are pulling for mama. Yeah, thanks. Mama Chris. Miss- mama dlp uh so it's just it's 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 an important thing that affects everybody and this is a great way that you can do to help out stjude.org slash dlp help those folks out that's what they need that's what we can do and uh, when things are going well for us we can help those that it's not going as well for so if you've got something to give please do share all right i want to ask a question riz who is the number one quarterback in the nfl I know this. Okay. Okay. Um, Risden, you please. Who, 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 who is the number Jared one? Goff. That's right. Jared Goff. That's right. Jared Goff, number one PFF ranks. Jared Goff, the number one quarterback in the league. Better than who, Riz? Better than everybody, Chris. That's right. There's, there's, there is one name I want to pull out, though, because I just, I get my chance. I get my chance, right? He's better than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> we remember in the spring we had this conversation. People misconstrued. Oh, we me we misconstrued me saying about Jared Goff that he yes. was better than Mahomes, and people were like, "No way!" And and, and, like, and it was like the conversation got a little bit twisted, a little bent by people. And it wasn't that I was saying he's a better quarterback. I said his upside is absolutely there. And if you look at how much Mahomes gets paid as a as a percentage of the, the cap, it was that whole conversation that I had about percentage of cap. Where then don't worry about fifty or forty five million dollars or all that but here we are <laughs> jared goff Chris is now right now better than patrick my motherfucking Holmes. <laughs> thank you thank you for that it's uh, <laughs> it's he's he's playing great man uh, and and by the way he's done that he hasn't been perfect but it's i think the level that we I, I think in general, and this isn't just Detroit fans, I think in general, NFL fans expect too much out of their quarterbacks. Like they like we expect perfection, especially when you watch a guy like Patrick Mahomes operate. <laughs> like he, he, oh my God, he missed a throw. Like, oh, that's a terrible sack. How did he fumble that ball? Like those we're not used to that. And like Goff, Goff being being careful without being risk averse, I think is the best way to describe how he plays. It works so damn well. (laughs) And again, give, give Jared Goff credit, give Ben Johnson credit for the two of them coming together, sitting down before the 2022 season and trying to make it work. It would have been very easy for Ben Johnson to say, you know what, this guy, I can get somebody different than him. 
somebody that does more things than him, somebody that's more athletic than him in another year if we don't work and, and, it'll, it'll, and I'll be fine. He didn't do that. Yeah. Jared Goff could have been like, you know what? I got my money. I'm good. I'm going to coast on this. Um, and and I'm, I, that didn't happen either. Like they, they got together and they designed a system that works very well for both of them. That is smart enough that Jared Goff was able to understand that, okay, I don't do this particular thing very well. Let's not ask me to do that. And Johnson did that. Like that's, that can't be stressed how fundamentally weird that is in the NFL, that you're not trying to hammer a square peg into a round hole and, and come up with a triangle. Like that's not what they're doing. Like, okay, you're, you're, you're an isosceles trapezoid. Let's find a hole that isosceles trapezoids can do. And they've done that. And that's that's a credit to Jared Goff, and that's a credit to Ben Johnson, credit to Dan Campbell, and and also to Brad Holmes for seeing the vision that all these guys are going to work together pretty well. And that's, again, Sheila deserves some credit for that. John Dorsey deserves a little bit of credit for that. Chris Spielman deserves a, more credit than he gets for that. That the organizational commitment to making it work and staying with Jared Goff, even when it wasn't working very well. And if you think back to this specific time last year, which was the Miami game and the New England game, where he did not play well at all, they, the fact that they rode that out and are where they are now, that's a testament to not, not making the rash judgment and sticking with it, sticking with your plan because you know it's a good plan, you're confident that it's a good plan. But it just had a little setback, and he didn't. You didn't even throw out the baby with the bathwater. You put a new bath bomb in, and now you're great. That's I love it. I love it. Yeah, he's not the homemade bath. I love talking good about Jared Goff. I do too, it's, man. It's better than talking bad about him. I'm because so- talking bad about him, like it's it was it got old, like yeah. because and again, it's because times when you saw him in Los Angeles, like okay, like yeah, I get it. But those times felt like they were so far away, and now, now he's better than he was then. That's it's it's pretty cool to watch that. It, it, I I enjoy watching Jared Goff be Jared Goff with that. Like he didn't necessarily change. It's like they found where he was, and they came to him. And that's not every organization does that. No. It's it's the we're, we're playing one this weekend. We're we're playing a quarterback this weekend who has been on the other end of that, and I've seen it firsthand, and I've witnessed it. And I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm rooting for Baker. Not not this Sunday. I'm rooting for him to make it work because he got dicked over hard in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. And I, and it's funny. I was in Cleveland last weekend. One of the reasons why I couldn't do a show last week. Cleveland has turned completely the op- like they hated Baker. They wanted him gone. They wanted him more than gone. They wanted him dead. Like yeah. He was he was persona non grata. That has flipped 180 degrees now that they've got the quarterback that they've got, and their head coach has proven to be one of the biggest one year wonder coaches in NFL history. And he is not long for Cleveland if you believe some of the reports that are coming out. Yep. Yeah. I just I love. I, it is. I keep. I, I'm not going to do it too much. I just do two things. One, 
I knew God that golf was in there. I knew that golf was in there, and I knew that it was his. I was head. skeptical, man. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't buy it. I knew it was his head. I do now. That was his biggest limiter, and he had it. It was Ben Johnson, Jared Goff, and Dan Campbell together that have created the best version of Jared Goff, the version we got, and I freaking yep. love it because I knew. It was in there. And if anybody was going to get it, it was this group of people. Um, it, it talks a lot about the leadership style. And we've talked, you've, you've heard, everyone's heard me talk about that ad nauseum. But there's, when you have good leadership, you find success. That's the way it works. And that's what these type of people are. You believe in your people, you get good people, and they could, they do the very, very best they, they, they have available. Jared Goff is getting better every week so far. It's, it's, it's incredible. Um, that's absolutely just fantastic, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, the other piece is that I don't. I, I try. It's hard, but I'm not that guy that always rubs people's face in it. But I want to. The Malik Willis truthers. <laughs> I remember when that was the thing. When it was golf is trash. Get Malik Willis. He can sit for a year behind the bridge and then he plays. Imagine, imagine. Seriously, if we'd have picked up Malik. The noise oh. in Detroit oh about God. let him play, especially that season, how we started. We'd be in a comp- look, Brad and, and, and Dan, as much as they say, don't read press, don't listen to it. They do. They live in the city. They can't hey. not hear it. They have yes. they they hear it. And we saw it. I remember the Charlie Batch years. That stuff creeps into the psyche. Can you imagine if we had pulled Malik and then the world was on fire to put him in where we would be right now, where Jared would be, where we would be. I, I, I just, I knew that that was not the answer. I knew liked Malik Willis, right? We got to talk to him. We, we, we spent time we like, with him we in the airport, pers- right? We yeah. personally liked Malik Willis a lot. Just not playing quarterback. Yes. <laughs> He's a great kid. Great yeah. young man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really was. <laughs> We, we liked him a lot. Yeah. Gout, bath bombs. What's next? Uh, <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was something. So I, I, I don't, I try not to rub people's faces in it, but I, I, I have to, I have to giggle a little bit because I knew golf was the guy and uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm just going to take my, my, my little round on that. And yes, we have a hooker in the pen. So I love that. Love that. We, uh, we're in good shape. We, we, we haven't, you know what's fun is that Malik Hooker is eligible to come off of the NFI, and I haven't heard anybody ask, like, when's Hooker coming back? <laughs> like, there was a little bit of it, but, like, so yeah. we're good. We're good. We love our Hooker. So, uh, for those of you watching on the video, my daughter um, just got her driver's permit, and she is backing up our driveway in my car right now, and I'm kind of scared. I can see it's right out of here, mm. and it's nerve-wracking. Yeah. 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 Good luck. Good luck <sighs> the life of having two teenagers for kids. Yeah. Uh, Jay Smith, the best part about Goff's game is that what makes him great will get better with time, not relying on legs or a rocket arm that'll fade. Let's yeah. go. That's right. That's right. That's fair. All right. Let's got, see. We've got that. This is something that's interesting. Combat's a great point. While we lament the Green Bay Packers, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row, you have to admit, and this is combat sec here, I must admit the Lions haven't played quarterback roulette for nearly two decades. It's actually a pretty good yeah, you know little what? run. That's that's actually you sit back and think about it now. It's that's a pretty good run. They weren't necessarily good 
So I think of Joey Harrington, but like they gave him chances. Like I know Mike McMahon was there and, you know, then Orlovsky for a little bit. He gave Joey every chance to be the best pianist that he could be. You know, Charlie Bash had this nice little run. Got Super Bowl in, in Pittsburgh. Right? Got a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. Yeah, there, they, the they had, we we have not been nearly the the knee jerk this guy and put somebody else in that you see around a lot of. I mean, I I covered a Browns team that started five quarterbacks in one season. Go to Texas team started. If we don't get that in Detroit, that's kind of nice. <laughs> There we go. All right, so there you go. Uh, number one quarterback in the league right now. You can say all you want, but right now, I'm right. <laughs> That's all. That's it. Right now, I'm splitting my stamp on it right now while I can, and I'll take it. <laughs> it is October 10th, 2023, and great. <laughs> Chris was finally right. Oh, here, let me get myself one of these. There you go. I haven't had one of those in a long time. There you go. <laughs> All right, Let, <laughs> let's move into the next one. This is a pretty, this is a little bit of a fun conversation too. It is the Detroit Lions future, scheduled difficulty and more. Um, we had what was the sixth most difficult schedule at the beginning of the year to start things off. I think it was the first four or five games, uh, four games. Yeah. After four that, games. yeah. And then we, then we played the Panthers and now... We're facing the 31st easiest schedule in the league as of right now. Now, what makes it the 31st instead of the 32nd? It's got to be this week's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they're three and one. They're or, sorry, four and one. They're oh no, they're three and one, right? Yeah, they had a bye week. Um, no, yeah, they are. They they are. They, they are, are the team. only team left on the schedule. The only lost yeah. Dallas has lost two. Baltimore has lost two. Baltimore, by the way, lost because their head coach made a colossal time management last week. Otherwise, they'd be four and one. Yeah. But their their Harbaugh brother had a god awful week and cost this football team a game. Yeah, yep, happens. Absolutely I still does. Can't Dallas lost to Arizona. <laughs> that cracks me up. Quite frankly, I, so the, 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 there's three games really on the on the schedule right now that could be deter, that could be termed like tough ones. Like I don't want to say there's only tough ones because like we got you know the, oh hey the Bears are a trap game yeah Carolina kind of was too but we had revenge on the mind but you've got Tampa Bay you've got Baltimore which happen to be the next two games and then the second to the last game of the season in Dallas and then beyond that I mean you're playing some pretty the Saints. But you're playing some pretty Saints are quality. That's yeah. not an easy win. No, no. And Chargers, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers a, find ways to lose, but they games. They they figure out their kicking too. So good for them. They don't have the number one quarterback in the league. I know that. Uh, they so don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> so so we, there's 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 a fun schedule ahead. This bodes well as we talked about with the with the schedule for for those the top teams the 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 eagles and the 49ers in the nfc this really puts us in a in a in a a very good position by all credit by all terms we could win we could sweep the division this year 
all those division wins, right? I mean, I mean, it, you kind of you kind of expect it, but there's they're tough games. They're they're you know you're they're like your college rivalry. Never take right? never yep, yep. don't ever win the column, but they the Lions should be favored in every single one of those games. Yep. Favored heavily in a couple of those games. Yeah, yeah. So it just puts us in such an awesome position again. Everything comes up lions this season. And it's it's not that it's just a roll of the dice that this happens. This is the the preparation and, and the work that's gone in on the scouting through the, the 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 work that Brad Holmes has done, through the coaching staff. And we talked about those coaches last year, just how good they are and how hard they work and how much they put in, how much time they spend in the office prepping for the next game. I mean, it's it's incredible. Like in and, and even even the whole concept of Brad Holmes wanting to go somewhere else. I mean, sorry, Ben Ben Johnson wanting to go somewhere ben else. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's how much you have to put in. I I don't think people people recognize what kind of a drag that is on you and your family and 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 everything. I mean, you work you know you work sixty hours a week in your job and you're pretty wiped out. I think all, all anyone here is. These guys put way more than that and way more under much more pressure and with much less job security. It's 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 really something, man. This is this is really big. So the future right now with this team as they stand is bright. There's a couple of things we have to work on. Uh, when we talked about the, about, uh, the depth situation in, uh, on Mosley, we want to talk about that that injury piece. Was there anybody in your head, Riz, that you thought maybe the Lions might look at from outside the organization to pull in to help shore up some of the, the weakness that exists from losing Mosley? I don't think they're bringing, and this has been asked a lot on social media, I don't think they're looking at anybody who's going to take Jerry's spot. I think they're looking at somebody who can come in and fill a depth role. Now, keep in mind, Khalil Dorsey is going to get it this week. He was the number three or four, he was the number four outside corner throughout most of training camp. Stephen Gilmore is he earned the roster for his coverage skills, not necessarily for special teams or anything else. Chase Lucas is on the Russell teams. Uh, I was frankly a little surprised that they didn't try him a little bit in the slot last week, but Will Harris held it down. So you can see somebody they, they brought Anthony Averett in today to the practice squad. Yep, this guy who started 14 games for Baltimore a couple of years ago. He's had massive injury problems throughout career, going back to college at Alabama. Brad Holmes type. Yep. If he's five eleven and two hundred five, he's perfect type. Uh, and I, I don't think he, he didn't weigh anyone. He's he weighs maybe 180 when he's wet, <laughs> but he's this is the guy who started 20, I think it's 27 games. He started a playoff game in his career. It's a guy with some experience playing outside primarily. He can play zone. He can play press. He tackles fairly well. I think there's your next potential caller. They brought in Darius Phillips earlier. Didn't, didn't work out. He's gone now um, off the practice squad. Yep. Yep. I don't think they're going to be, they're not, not trading for Pesterton. They're not trading for Sauce Gardner. They're not. They're not going after Greedy Williams. I know they've been brought up to me a lot just because he's a familiar. Number one, I don't think they want to pay for him. Number two, he's not good, folks. He's not a good player. He's just not. He doesn't help. He's not better than Will Harris in coverage. Sorry, he's not. And I know people get attracted to the name, but. 
he's that he's just not. I'm so happy they're probably going to sign him tomorrow, but I. I think someone's making popcorn, Riz. <laughs> that, that very well could be. <laughs> um, all right. So there we go. Um, that's our schedule. That's what we have going on. Uh, I see an FTV in there. Of course, FTV. But we've got to, we've got to look. People often wonder, especially older folks, they really get concerned about the youth of America, where they're going. Are they really being taught the right things? You know, teachers, there's a lot of knocks on teachers these days. Are they bringing these kids up right? Are parents bringing up the kids right? Are they getting the mentorship they need? And and, and one of the things we need to talk about is as we look forward to this this division and these games, we just want to look and, and, and understand that the kids are our future. <laughs> I believe that you're not the future. <laughs> Teach them where well, let them lead the way. Show the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> oh, I love that draw. I can't I can't not play that one. It's sorry folks. I it's it's one of those things that I get stuck on it and I can't stop. But there we go. We got uh we got a great great schedule ahead hopefully it stays that way and um I'm just look at support let me teachers. let me let me just illuminate people on the on the post thanksgiving schedule here packers on on thanksgiving i think we feel pretty good about that especially jordan love still playing quarterback the way he played last night yep <laughs> at new orleans tough game at chicago i think we got that one well i won't i won't off because Justin Fields and DJ Moore are getting it together, and that's a problem. But their defense is still full. Chicago's defense. Denver, nope. At Minnesota on Christmas Eve, put those stockings out and enjoy that one. At Dallas, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. And home for Minnesota. Like they're going to be favored in one, two, three, four, five. Leave their last seven, probably six of their last seven, depending on that New Orleans game. That's a great way to make a run into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the best, I cannot wait to watch Teddy Bridge Reynolds start week 18 and go the whole way. <laughs> Frank Ragnar doesn't play. You play, who's, who's our best? Glasgow's our biggest technically, but you, know, you, get, you get Yoda playing, playing right guard that entire game. Colby Sorsdall can play and start a game. Like that, when was the last time we were able to rest starters for a playoff game? <laughs> Answer, never. Never in my lifetime. I'm yeah. freaking old. Yeah. You're a little bit older than I am, Chris. I, I don't remember those days. I'm youthful and vigorous. <laughs> you look good. No gout, baby. Uh, yeah, no, no. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Um, good times, good times, good times. Uh, the future is bright for the Detroit Lions. Uh, I'm seeing it. Uh, the Ronin 99. We're dripping Schadenfreude all over the NFC North. And yes, yes, we are. I'll say it again. This is our year where everyone's like, oh, the lovable losers. It's so great to see them come through and, and have their fun and do their thing. Still be a jerk. Still, still embrace it. Still just ball drag them and have fun because next year they're going to hate you. Just and they're gonna hate you. Ah, oh, those guys are. We're the O four Red so Sox. Yeah, yeah. They think they're so good. They're you know what? 
If you're going to get that stick, that tag hung on you, which you will earn it, earn it. Give them a reason to say it. Have fun. Enjoy every what was, minute. What was the first year of the cup, they were like that then too. Yeah. Like, oh, Tampa, that's nice. They're finally good. And, and now everybody's like, stop the bull. Yeah. Yep. Answer. Yep. Crazy. Earn it, love it, own it, and uh, have fun with it. And I'll tell you what: even if the thing, the rails, the the training, the rails come apart, injuries decimate the the team, whatever, whatever happens, enjoy it now. I've said it since the preseason. This is the time when it's going well. Don't worry about the rest of it. Enjoy, mm-hmm. have fun being a good team because you are. You have a good team. Enjoy it. And take pride and walk with it. Professor Zook, thank you, sir, for the $100 super chat. You are a superstar. Thank you. Really appreciate that for, for the show. Awesome. And I believe he's going to roll by the, uh, the, 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 the tailgate as well. All right. Sweet. So there we go. Uh, let's get, let's see. Uh, oh, I was telling this to Scott at the po- in the postgame show. This is something just to think about, about the, the future. This is the first time where we could be playing meaningless games in December and be absolutely ecstatic about it. Think about how crazy that is. We've played plenty of meaningless games in December, but we've always been mad. <laughs> Can you imagine if the, if the, if the Cowboys game, if we're just going to sit our guys, cause it doesn't matter. Imagine. Just imagine. Let's say, let's say we're 10 and 5. Let's say we're 11 and 4 going into that game. And Bay is in second. 6 and 9. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're playing for. <laughs> it's, it's home against the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, right? That's what that game, the, the, those games are for. That would be something else. I'm still not writing off Seattle or Philadelphia either. Those are good football teams. Yeah, yeah, no, Dallas, no. I, Dallas can. Um, and I'm, I'm, we're going to learn a lot this week with Tampa Bay because that's that that's quietly a pretty good football team. Yep. He matched pretty well with them X's and O's wise. Um, that's something that I'm sure that Ash is going to talk about. The Gray is going to talk about uh, the, the rest of the the, the DLP team that's that's doing it. Bang up job! You, y'all gotta watch. I watched Ash this morning celebrating his early Canadian Thanksgiving. It was glorious. <laughs> it was what I needed at seven forty-five this morning. It was. It was. Thank you, Ash. Thank you for that. Uh, Big West. Chris and Sandman should board the pirate ship on Sunday. You know, I believe. I believe we'd be taking the ship over. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the tailgate oh, goes. Good we'll lord. go from there. <laughs> we may be sailing to St. Pete. All right. Uh, let's get on to the next one. <laughs> I got to give a big shout out and, and a mention to th- a thank you to Manscaped for the free products they shared yeah, with Louise and I. Um. Support of the Detroit Lions podcast this week is brought to you by Manscaped, the very, very best in the men's below the waist grooming. Not just there, but you see this beautiful face of mine that you're so used to seeing, Harry? Oh, no. It's above the waist as well. It's it's the whole body grooming package. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels and this is our family's jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. We wouldn't just be bringing this if we didn't have something for you. Your balls will thank you, Mike Hodges. Woo! 
20% off anything you buy really? on the Manscaped at manscaped.com. Yep, 20% off and free shipping worldwide. All you have to do is use the code DLP. You know the one, DLP. Manscaped.com. And um, let's see, it's 20% off. That's at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, which I think I did, it's 8 million men who've done this worldwide. That's about 16 million balls been taken care of. That's a lot of balls. You're not. You are not testing this. You are just a player, brother. Um, look, I myself got the handyman. Comes in a beautiful box, packaged beautifully. Look at this. This comes in. I mean, it's it's the finest. But it's such a great package. It, it, <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Uh, the other part about this is it's it's nice. It's small. It's 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 handy. This is I've it used this for travel. Hand. Yeah, this is yeah. I've I, I back in the eighties. I when I was younger and started shaving the late eighties. For all you ladies, uh, I was I tried electric shavers and they they were trash. All I did is wind up with a red burnt. <laughs> you remember face. the old thing with the, the three dials? Yeah, like it was like rip and tear out of your face. God, all I oh looked like God, was I, I had a sunburned face and it would peel. Then you're like, oh, get the aqua velva. That'll make the pain stop. No, now you just like <laughs> embrace the pain. Right? <laughs> it was horrible. I got this and I was like, I'm going to check it out. Um, I, I, I pulled it out. I used it once before I traveled and I had to travel and do some stuff for work and I used it again. I've had this for a couple of weeks now uh, because we don't do anything unless we actually believe in it uh, on our show. We don't right. do the sponsor and endorsement and all that unless we do. I've used it. I use it just this morning. And I when I use this, this shaver, the thing that I did, because I was like, holy shit, my this is smooth. This is a close shave i took my my regular old razor because that's how i always and that's why i never really shaved rather than just trimmed because it was like a pain to shave i dragged a dry razor across just to see what kind of hair i'd pull up nothing smooth like but it's just, it's closer than shaving with the razor blades i used to be it also has a trimmer so if i if i want and i will i'll use that to do the uh the trimming it's got that familiar sound that the ladies love uh it's it's fantastic and it's USB-C charger so it's uh it's really easy to use also the lawnmower gets you down below takes care it's the greatest ball trimmer ever uh we'll talk about that you'll see some of the stuff around that as we keep going but the whole performance package good stuff check it out go to manscaped.com get 20 percent off all the products anything you get there free shipping just use the code DLP and there you go. 20% off free shipping DLP code at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping manscaped.com. Use DLP. Unlock your confidence, your beauty, and your little exercise to the package below. That's why we're pants free because we can do that proudly with Manscaped taking care of our man bush there you go check them out i am Manscaped. excited to use mine i haven't i haven't had a chance to use yet i've been around and, and crazy and I'm, I'm actually letting things grow a little bit uh, as a former beach volleyball player you get in the habit of shaving down so i'm looking forward to a new way to shave down yeah 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 for sure um we're getting no live demo on your balls just wait till it's a lot more time i guarantee we will have nothing but dying laughing emojis. We have something that nobody's done. And you guys, I'm telling you, we're going to, we're going to kill you on this one. It is funny, funny. There you go. Go to, there you yep. go. Whoops. And we go to very the manscape. Oh, look at that. Wow. Vroom. Vroom. 
I'm now reminded <laughs> of the. So, as you know, Chris, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do have an affinity for Two and a Half Men. And the episode where Herb is talking about gardening is one of the greatest laugh moments that you'll ever see on TV. And that, that little ad just reminded me of that. So, I might go try to watch tonight. <laughs> Oh, peaceful Tim thinks it sounds like a tattoo gun. You got to get some, get some toys back in that, <laughs> in that uh, room. You'll have some fun. Hymns in a trim, Larry Wilson. No before and after. Maybe, maybe we can do all kinds of stuff. All right, there we go. We'll uh, we'll go through. Let's keep going with the show. Thank you everyone for indulging us, and thank you Manscaped for for the sponsorship. Yes, Appreciate thank you. you. They're they're a great company, and you know they they, they support a lot of people. Um, they're looking for some support. You know, looking for what we can do for them how many people use that DLP code uh, to help support the show. And uh, again, this is the stuff that gives us so much content and helps keep us going. So thank you uh, to them and everybody who, who uses that code DLP to check out uh, the beautiful shave above and below to bring in your uh, shave and FTP in your man parts may be better than getting a tattoo because it'll go away. Now an FTP tattoo is really how you get to go. All right, there you go. All right, let's uh, get into the next one. Watching the calamitous collapse of the NFC North. It's not because it's a clam. No, that's in that's in, in that's in the Family Guy. This is the calamitous collapse of the NFC North. We talked about it, Riz, but holy shikes, they're not good, Chris. I mean, where do you start? I mean, the Bears. Some people say, "Oh, the Bears have found something." The Bears played the damn Broncos, who had seventy hung on them. Kamate, that's not that's not that's not a quality team, right? They're not figuring anything out yet. They might get a couple wins this year. That's okay. They're a sh- they're a bad team, and people are not going to hold on. They're, they're, you, you'll you'll see them in Arlington Heights before Chicago does anything. Um, you look at the the truth, of, truth right there. of Green Bay. They don't know what to do. They're treating Jordan Love. If you look at how they're planning him, they're treating him like he's Aaron Rodgers. He, they, they're, they're giving him the same playbook, the same type of plays, trying to get him to do the things that he can't do. He is no Aaron Rodgers. And as long as they keep thinking he is and can be, they're going to be dog doo-doo. They're going to be crap. They, they, they have a lot of problems. Some of the fact is that they're young and old. They don't have a middle class vet like the four to six year guys that are part of the core of their team. They have some of those guys, but they're not like the, they have some guys in that range, and they they just don't. And Jordan Love, if if you watch the Manning cast, and I actually watched that last night. I don't normally do that. And watching Peyton and Eli like pick apart Jordan Love, like the mechanics and the vision of his game. He's really not, he's not good at this football thing. <laughs> like there are times where he's going to make plays. It's he's similar to the way that most people do Justin Fields and that there's some physical talent there. And there are times when it's going to manifest and it's pretty dang good, but it's so scattershot and inconsistent that you can't trust it to, to build a team around yeah. right now. And look, they've got, a lot of interesting young pieces, but they've got injury issues. Quay Walker, who um, was kind enough to, to give the Lions a, a nice penalty to seal that game two years in a row. Um, he's hurt now. Darnell Savage looked like he pulled his hamstring. Like, he's going to be out. Like, they're, they're, 
they're only above Chicago and Minnesota and trending in the wrong direction. Yeah. And they're, they're so far in the distant, in the rearview mirror. I'm, it's like, it's like we're, we're the smoking and the band and they're trying to catch us in their Hugos and Fiat's and <laughs> Datsun 280's. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to slow down uh, the quality of your feedback or try to save some bandwidth, see what we can do for you. Cause you're just getting a little cut out going on there. So we'll see how this, how this works here. It might look uglier on your side, but you're, you're still beautiful over here. I'll give you that much. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Love the Manning cast. It's great. Packers are absolutely fantastic right now. This is just so great. We talked about this in the post game show. If you want to go see a Packers game as a lions fan, I would probably get the, <laughs> this year might have been the last time you might be able to squeeze it in next year. They've been so generous and kind to visitors because they've always been so good. They're going to be an angry bunch really fast because <laughs> they've been spoiled for ages and they aren't used to being bad and they don't know how to be bad and they don't know how to be laughed at. And you can be goddamn sure that me and as many lions fans as I can find are going to heartily laugh in their faces and we've got two three decades of any everything since mike tomzak we've got to take out on them and, and just rip through their high and tomzak <laughs> wow wow with a name like that you could, use, back. you could use the lawnmower 4.0 manscape.com dlp code you get it 20 percent off free worldwide shipping mike tomzak <laughs> yep for sure uh that's that's um absolutely what how long it's been since it's been bad there these they've you've got generations of people who haven't i mean think about it billy sims times right you you don't it's been for the Lynn dickey era (laughs) again a great call for manscaped (laughs) lynn dickey mike tomzak Tomzak. (laughs) oh it's great no um love it Love it. Someone's asking Michael Graysack, are we supposed to feel bad? The other teams in, are so bad. It's confusing to me. I love that they suck, but I also hate that they get good draft position. We've had good draft position for a long time, and we still sucked. <laughs> Take it. Chicago's got one. Yeah. Because they have a pick. Yep. I'm not, not all that worried about that. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson, money to burn in uh, in Minnesota. They got to pay Justin Jefferson. They got to find out what are they going to do with quarterback? Kirk Cousins is going to be gone. Are they going to draft somebody? Are they going to sign somebody? Whoa. They drafted Kellen Mond a couple of years ago. He's on the tryout circuit right now. He's a second round pick. Yeah. Set that on fire. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Willis was on a team. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's crazy. I really want to have Tom Grassi on, on the show, especially on the St. Jude show. Um, I don't know if folks remember way back. This is way back when, when Reddit had like, 11 12,000 users in the in the subreddit for the Detroit Lions. I mean, we've been around since there was 6,000. But uh this is back in the early days when we, you know, we've helped them grow throughout the years, but uh Case was on Grossi's show before anyone knew who he was, right? And we had a lot of fun and he was he was a great guy. I would love to have him back, especially with what he did for St. Jude. Uh, he's really coming to his own. He's he's done a great job, kind of coming around. Taking he's the guy who did the uh, the yep. Brian Branch video. Yep. Okay, I know who that is. Yep. He's yeah. he he's turned around. He's really done something special. He was this guy that was doing stand up, and he found this kind of I don't want to call it a shtick because that that minimizes what he's doing. But he's found this kind of niche of what he does now in the Packer space, and then for the broader NFL, 
That's great. He's really good cool. at it. He is really, really good at that. I, I, I really like uh, what he does. We got to get him on for sure for the, the big show. So, all right, we'll talk about that. Calamitous class, the NFC North. Love it. Enjoy it. And have a grand, grand time because boys and girls, we deserve it. And there's been a lot of times to be worried, a lot of times to, to have a tough time. Just enjoy while the times are good. Just enjoy them. Don't let the, the, the fear of what could happen or what did happen before get you. Just enjoy it. That's what it's about. That's what being, this is where being a fan is the most fun. There you go. Uh, what happened to Case? Um, he fell in love. Whoa. Case fell in love. He's going to be on the, on the, on the St. Jude show. He, um, they will. He, he, he found a girl. He found uh, a, a job that took a bunch of his time and he had to, uh, go kind of dive into real life. And Riz was kind enough to kind of step up and take that role. Uh, still, I was just texting with case, uh, two days ago and he was in the slack today. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the slack for those that are uh, in the Patreon side. You know about that. He's a great kid. Great guy. I can't call him a kid. He's old now. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, look at ahead. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is, this is where we want to spend just a little bit of time uh, looking at the team. And I think we want to start and Riz, I know you want to start with that, 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 that crazy quarterback over there that they have. Um, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Let, he, he can't cook, but he might be able to bake. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's Mayfield got? <laughs> I have run the gamut with Baker Mayfield. I was running Browns wire when they were in the draft process evaluating him. I went through the record setting rookie year. He set the NFL rookie passing touchdown record with Hugh Jackson. And then as his coach with they, I watched him coalesce a up and coming uh, it's it's a different situation than what we have in Detroit, but that was a team that had not won a, a playoff game since '94. They had not been in a playoff game since 2004, and he was good enough to be the emotional and odd, pretty effective leader to win a postseason game for Cleveland in Pittsburgh with their head coach trapped in his basement with COVID. Do not under what Baker Mayfield can do. I've seen him do things that are capable of beating anybody anywhere. I've also seen Baker Mayfield not be a great teammate, not be a guy that you rely on. I saw him try to play through an injury that would have kept anybody else on the sideline and the Brown out there and, and not making any concessions to the fact that he had a torn labrum in his left shoulder and a a pectoral injury on the front side of it. He literally could not move his side of the upper part of his body. Try throwing a football that way. Just Go out near, like, you don't have to do it now because it's dark out, at least where I'm at in Michigan. But try throwing an accurate ball without moving the entire weight of your body. That's what he was trying to do. And the Browns kept trotting him out there and not asking, not making any concessions for it. Not like they, they dicked him hard. And he took that. He's the guy who takes personally. 
I am happy that he's getting a redemption shot in Tampa Bay. I'm I like Baker. I do. I'm not gonna lie for him this week, and I think he's good. He is the kind of quarterback that the Lions typically do pretty well against. He's somewhere in Desmond Rion. He's better than him, but he's he's going to try to hold that ball and make the play, and he will hold the ball. He will not see the backside receiver cutting across because he's focused on where the tight end's going down over here. He's, I think Tampa Bay has done a good job thus far of of mitigating his limitations, but he's, he's – I didn't even mean to do that as a bad pun cliche. Most people probably don't even know it, but anybody who's watching for Cleveland, it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Um, he's somebody to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. Um, he is um, – one of the things that I would um, – Think about that's going to give him a hard time. Now he's super ultra mobile. He's ultra mobile, but yes, yes, the thing is. that's going to give him a hard time is his his offensive line is an ab, abject disaster, and the our defensive line is one that can really, really cause problems. Now, and I see it. Oh, who was it? Just had it in the uh, in the in the chat. Sorry, I'm going to miss. Oh, there it is. The Ronin. I would worry about Tampa's defense and wide receivers. So yes, their wide receivers. Godwin. Godwin. Oh, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm not worried about their, their real good. Game. Not really worried about the run game though. Right. Can I drop you a stat on this, Chris? Yeah. They have not, they have had, they've had three runs all season. Their longest run on the year is 14 yards. Yep. So the, the shortest, longest run. In the their run game last year was dead last with a freaking bullet. They averaged 2.6. Seven yards. Think about that. Is in the in the history of the line, and that that's over an extended time period too. The years where we had Kevin Smith and Kevin Joe, like they were never that bad. And everybody blamed Leonard Fournette because he's fat and slow, and yep. he was. But they don't run block well. Baker, to to go back to him for a second. And that if you can bring pressure from different angles at different times on him, he's it's gonna he's gonna feel it. Yep. And what does Detroit do really well? What's Aaron Glennman doing very well lately? We saw it. Aiden Hutchinson working, Aline McNeil working up the middle, Anzalone on the the hair flying out blitz. Like it, it, they're they're good at doing that. So I will say I think Tampa is a good team. I do think the Lions. Specific defense against their offense match up very well. I, li- I like her defense to win this game. Yeah, I, I I absolutely do, and I think that pressure. And there's two things about there's 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 pressure that we'll be able to get from the ends and from the middle on that offensive line. I mean, across the board, that offensive line is going to find is going to have a hard time against our defensive line. But what our defensive line has proven and our front seven has proven to be very very good at is containing mobile quarterbacks which they didn't used to be able to do uh, last year. Even mobile quarterbacks destroyed us this year. We've done a really good job of, of keeping them, uh, them, them little scampery fuckers uh, under wraps. And uh, I, <laughs> it's, that's, that's a, it's a technical term as you can look it up on the NFL.com. Uh, <laughs> but they, um, 
they uh they've done a great great job at that um the this front seven has been fantastic i think what we're seeing like we said we saw from ancelone um even jack campbell right i think i think we're seeing a lot of a lot of great work from him and his ability and growth and so it comes down to what can we do against godwin and evans and the and, and the receiving core there in tampa and and i frankly believe that as good as they are that the the detroit lions defense is in position to do the, the to to stop and prevent and hold on to the things uh that they need to um because other than that you're looking at what otten palmer I mean, you're you're specifically looking basically at at Godwin and Evans as as their big, um, their big, uh, their big, their their big wide receivers. You've got nothing else really coming at you from those guys. So, um, I as much as they've been, they've done okay. Uh, the Lions have, are are just built for that offense. Now their defense, their line is is strong. Their 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 defensive line is strong. Probably the weak point is, is Hall, um, but. You've got a corner in in um, in Davis, who's a good corner. Dean, people want to so people want a dog on our guy, on our guy Jerry Jacobs. He is nothing compared to. I mean, Dean is nothing compared to him as a second cornerback. Dean should probably. You know, people should be questioning Jamel Dean and his his start. Dean's a guy that you want as your third corner, not yeah. your second. Huh. Yep. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And uh, it's all right. so, yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, you get Mr. Miss tackle Devon white himself. Yeah. Um, no player has missed more tackles over the last two, three or five years. Than yeah. Devon white. Yeah. Remember, I mean, that's what in the league at breaking tackles. Best. Yep. Going against the worst tackling linebacker. That had one really nice game in the super bowl. And other than that, Probably isn't as good as Alex Anceloni. Yeah. Yeah. You got Vita Vey in the middle who you have to say, okay, well, that's okay. Give him, give him credit. Right. Um, But I mean, he's almost, he's, what is he? 27. He's, he's quality player. Um, So they have another guy on this team that was popular. Elijah Cansey. Yeah. How many snaps has he played this year, Chris? Uh, 14. He's healthy. They can't use it too small. Yeah. They found that out already. Yep. Yep. Ooh. Oof. Man. I, 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 as, I think Tampa Bay and, and people can be mad at me for saying this and, and, and I'll own it yeah. and I have to, I think Tampa is luckier than their record. Their, their record represents the luck of a team versus the skill of a team. I think that's the way I want to say it. It's just more representative of luck. These were last year. Like they're, they're good, but they're also fortunate. Yes. You know, yes. They, they can bring pressure. Um, uh, they're, they're one hyphenated pass rusher and, and Shaq Barrett on the other side. Those guys are, they're, they're a challenge. Uh, specifically, the running backs are going to have to step up in pass protection this week. Looking yes. for JMO, and you're looking for an area where JMO might not play because of that. His pass protection has been crap. People want he's got her at that. That's that that could be a limiting factor in how often we see him this week. Uh, doesn't look good for Zonovan Knight. We haven't heard anything officially yet. 
I don't expect that he's going to be playing anytime soon. So you're going to have Craig Reynolds, David Montgomery, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Jim go this week. Uh, we will find out more as this week goes let's, on. Let me, let Keep me, that in mind if you're not seeing him because uh, his pass protection skills are not there yet. Let me give you just a couple of offensive grades for the Lions facing a, a kind of mid to mid, middle bit better than mid defense. Okay. Um, I'm in Ross St. Brown, 82.5, which is you're, you're, you're in your great zone. Uh, Sam Laporta, 78.1. Josh Reynolds, 83. Uh, Montgomery, 73.1. Jared Goff, 90.6. You throw Jamo in there who hasn't really had enough to get a, a rating yet, and will and, and, and no matter what his rating is, he takes their best safety, who is their only good safety, off the you know out out of the out of the play, and you've got all kinds of room to play for I mean, this team. I mean, this team is going to Antoine Winfield Antoine Junior is a ball. Guy. Don't don't speak don't speak poor about. It. He's he's a great player. He's a great player. No 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 no. Every he's, other team would love it. Yeah, the rest of their safety core. Yes, he's the one I'm saying much. that JMO can take out. Yeah. Though. He goes, yeah, they're going to yeah. put him on JMO deep, right? And Winfield is the guy yeah. that's got to cover him. So then you, then, okay. So the Anton Win- Winfield gone, what do you got? Ryan Neal? I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, what do you, what kind of, what kind of safety play are you going to get out of him? Or then you can lean into your, who is, let me look who they have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ryan Neal. Um, cave on mirror with, right. They're, wow. I didn't know. So you got they're Winfield and, D- and let's just say they put D- Jamel. Delaney, they, let, let's say they put Jamel Dean with Winfield yeah. as help on JMO, right? Yeah. That means you got Davis covering and, yeah. and Izian covering uh, Amon Ra and yeah. Reynolds and, and, and Zaporna. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Undrafted rookie. Um, yeah. he's, he's off to a very good start. He's playing very well. Give him credit, but. You have played Amon right yet. <laughs> yep, that's right. Or or Reynolds or Laporta or JMO or Gibbs in the uh, often, out, out, out of the flat. How often, <laughs> Chris? How often did we see JMO work out of the slot this summer with Amon Ra to his outside? Yep, we yep. saw. Might see a lot of that again. <laughs> this is a situation where we have the weapons to really, really overwhelm the quality players they have. And and have those mismatches with the other quality players we have uh, against their defense. So while their defense has done well, it's really something to see what the Lions can do. And um, Lions fans, as Wes says, we will board and uh, commandeer that ship after the game. We will be the Pirates in Tampa Bay. <laughs> the rum runners are flowing. Um, we talk about our defense against their offense. So you're, you're, you're facing, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield. They've got, uh, Mike Evans and, 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 and Godwin, uh, lining up. Um, so you say we have Godwin on Jacobs, probably a really good matchup. What do you want? You want to give them safety help? Okay. So you give them Tracy Walker or Kirby Joseph. You're good. The other side, you got Mike Evans against Cam Sutton, which pick your poison. You want Tracy Walker or Kirby Joseph as a backup. Again, you can start bracketing these guys pretty, pretty darn well and leave yourself with like a Will Harris or you got Barnes. You got Jack Campbell. You got guys who can't. No, I don't want to say Barnes is so much in coverage, but Jack Campbell. Ancelone hasn't done bad in coverage for your tight ends or for your slot guys you know, or well, your slot guys got um Will Harris, but I don't think you have the mismatches for their offense that we do. And you can lean on 
their good players and force Baker Mayfield on the run to try to make throws bracketed between some very, very good defenders. Again, they're going to make plays. They're going to score points. I just don't see the on-paper matchup favoring the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in, in any way this week. I don't either. Uh, and, and again, I think, I think Tampa Bay is a legit team, but I just think we're better. And we also match up well. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly more convinced the, the Carolina game, but I, I'm picking them to win this game comfortably, like 10, maybe 14 points. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel pretty good. Um, Killa, we should give our long-term JMO predictions. I don't have one. To be honest, I have I have info from inside the building and everything of that is my JMO prediction is not going to be based on his talent, his ability as a football player. It's going to be very, very similar to what Jared Goff was. It's in his head. It's what he decides to be as a professional football player. That's what's going to make JMO. That's my prediction. Mine has been, and I've said this People who've watched the, the podcast for a while know this uh, or listen to the huge show know this too. He's going to have games where he catches two passes for 19 yards, and then he's going to have a game where he catches for 118 and two touchdowns. Yep. And there's not going to be a lot of games where he's catching four for 70. It's going to be lean weeks and meaty weeks. But yep. he, because of what he does, Chris, you just talked about the, the impact that he has on the rest of the defense. He, he still values weeks where he's two passes for 19 yards yep. because of what he does to help the other guys get open and impact the defense and allow Ben Johnson to cook up what what cooks up. What he can that's, do, yeah. That's valuable to this team. I think, yeah, I, I, you know, people, they always resort to, you're, not, you're a lover or a hater. I'm not a hater. I want JMO to be everything he can be. I think he's a spectacularly talented individual, but it truly is up to up to JMO what he becomes. And 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 I I've seen some things where he's I, I've well, so I've heard some things where he's he's um he's not super you know that guy. I've seen some things lately. Some things that may be changing. There may be a corner turning. This coaching staff may be kind of getting through and helping him kind of see things. Maybe the other players are helping him see things. And I'm, I really hope that it, it, it sticks because I, I want him to be successful. I want him to be. I think he could be one of the most electric players. And we're a team that has Amon Ra and Gibbs and Laporta and, and Montgomery. I think he could be one of the most electric players on this Detroit Lions offense. And and that's that's the ceiling on this guy. This guy could be just fantastic. And that's that's the JMO that I really, really hope we get to see because I think I think he'll be happier for it. Uh in in, in for the rest of his life. He'll be happier for it if he if he can get there and if he can put his head in that spot. All right. That's the look ahead. Watch for Ash. Ash has some really good breakdowns coming up as he does beforehand. Uh, he'll break down the offense and he'll break down the defense of the opposing team. And he will give you everything that you need. Uh, he, he will help tell, he will help you look at the game through a whole different light. And so far he's been right every time as to how the teams have played, how they've strategized one another and how things have played out. 
the great stuff daily dlp from ash we've got great stuff uh bish and brown coming up as well uh they've got their podcast we're basically adding a second long form podcast to the channel great stuff from scott bischoff and russell brown that's coming up they're they're fantastic fantastic guys they really play well together great stuff there uh yeah ash ash is hilarious ronan you 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 get to know him especially and you kind of catch what what's going on he's 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 fire um so he's good uh and then and then gray of course just flipping that upturned mop and and delivering the the swamp water that people want <laughs> uh no gray's out there killing it too he's had, I, I i love his approach and the way he looks at things and again we've talked about it what we want on the channel is we really really want a diversity of voices um and and it's been when, when bish was starting out he was like he was like looking to me like what do you want what do you want i'm just like i want you i want you to be you just do don't, i'm not right. gonna, i'm not giving you feedback and he was like like, <laughs> you want it and i'm just like i really just want you to do you because you're great at that you know what i mean get comfortable and go with it and uh that's it because yep. i don't want people that agree with me i don't want people that yep. that argue with me just to argue with me i want people's genuine takes and that's what we're building i think that's what makes what we do uh so 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 good so special so uh, all you folks that have been listening check it out thank you for tuning it in and uh and, and helping us do this because it's it's been fun stuff yep all right, with that, I want to make sure we get to our next topic, which is the show close. Um, if you get a chance, like, subscribe. We appreciate that if you do that. A lot of time, a lot of effort goes into doing these things. And um, if you could do those, you know, I'm going to be on for another three hours editing tonight after this. Uh, if you could, please go ahead and do that like and subscribe so people can find us. Help us find the repay for the replay. Yeah, for also, head over to lionswire.usatoday.com. Guess who else is there? Russ. You got Jeff. Russell Brown, Jeff Risden, all the guys doing all the stuff. We got Zach. Can't forget Zach Moran coming at us. He's got stuff on the channel. He's got great stuff on the on the Lions Wire stuff. It's becoming a good, juicy little sandwich with uh, with the two outlets. Uh, Great content. Good stuff. It's 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 so fun that that my respect here. It makes me very happy. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love Love those guys. They're good people. Good people. Films coming at. at Lions Wire tomorrow and Thursday from the I chatted and I was doing he's doing his thing and he's like nothing bad happened in this game did it like, like <laughs> wow it was like really really good it was kind of fun to that conversation <laughs> good times good times all right don't forget us about about us about 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 us in Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. You can say hi to Case there or all the guys, the 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 Bish, the Russ, the I keep calling him Russ Russell, uh Riz, Gray, Gray. We're all there. All the people and about four hundred other people hanging out doing the thing in the Slack. It's the it's the most intelligent Lions chat around. There's all kinds of other channels. We've been civil this week, too. It's been like there's been disagreements and people have been like I understand your point. I disagree with you, but I, I understand your point. Indeed. Good, I sir. That. I disagree heartily, yes. but let me provide my counterpoint <laughs> as they have fixed their top hat appropriately. Patreon.com slaying poo. They're <laughs> flinging words. Patreon.com slash Detroit lions podcast. $5 a month gets you access to the Slack chat. It's great, 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 great time. It's, it's good stuff. So get in there and uh, join us. It's fun. Also follow us on Twitter at D E T lions podcast. We're uh, pants free all the time doing that. Uh, Tick tock, tickety tockety. We are Detroit or D E T lions 
Pod. Also, give us a call on Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast. Uh, Lions Line, 248-782-8384. 248-RUB-A-U-FUG. It's a good, because what else would you do with your fog? And be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast, because when you do, the Riz, the Chris, the everybody, what do we get to do? To come in your ear holes automatically. Yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no torpedoes, except right here and you know who because we're your detroit lions and reddit connection thank you everybody for tuning in we love you all final seconds winding down and look at that how big is that chris and case out of time pack the bag start the plane this show is over you've had enough of that shit